Welcome once more to After the Movie. <laughs> I'm Erica. This is Bob. Hey. <sighs> what? Merry fucking Christmas. The things we do for you people. <laughs> do you even realize <laughs> the things that we do for you? <laughs> Guys, I know since the inception of this podcast... We have spoken about Batman v Superman colon Dawn of Justice and swore up and down many a time that we would never watch it again. But then for some harebrained reason, I had the brilliant idea to rewatch, as we say, for you, so we could do a proper episode. And we just finished sitting through that bloated monstrosity once more and I am happy to report it is still garbage <laughs> so welcome ladies and gentlemen to our discussion of Batman v Superman colon dawn of justice where to begin oh so many places Bob so many places to begin what is with all of the god imagery well, well, Superman's a god. Here's the thing. Here's the thing. There's so much that they're trying to do in this stupid fucking movie that it's it, you get to a point where you're like, it's it's the point where the the battle is supposed to the the bat the actual Batman v Superman of it all is supposed to take place. Batman's decked out in the Frank Miller armor from The Dark Knight Returns. It's got that whole aesthetic to it because that's all that Zack Snyder cares about. Yep. And it's like, if that is what you wanted to do, then why didn't you just do that? Because mm-hmm. I think that, one, you had Man of Steel. You had your solo Superman movie that was rebooting things. I wasn't a fan. Whatever, fine. After that, you cannot just try... It would be like, to compare it to Marvel, it'd be like doing Iron Man and then jumping to Age of Ultron. Yeah. Which is basically what they're trying to do. Mm-hmm. And failing miserably. Like, the, the I don't know if you agree with me, but the only good thing about this movie is Wonder Woman. Oh, yeah, no. It, and, like, from the second it. that she drops down and she's in the fight, it's like, oh, oh, okay, yeah, here's something. And that is in the last 10 minutes of this this, this fucking movie. Mm-hmm. But, I mean, it's, it's just... You can tell that Snyder does not... He did the Superman movie. He did Man of Steel, right? Great. Awesome. Love it. And then they were like, okay, well, now we're gonna... like Batman's gonna be in this next one. And he's like, oh. Oh, I get to do Batman. Well, well fuck Superman. Batman's my guy. <laughs> Because, I mean, I know we're not big Superman fans. Like, to speak for myself, I'm not a huge Superman fan. I, I think that you're in that same Con- boat. I, conceptually, I like Superman. I just, I've, I, I can't think of a Superman, though, that I've particularly enjoyed. Did you like the original movie? Yes. So, but, and that's, that's kind of the thing, like, it's, I kind of I, like I really like corny uh 
goody two shoes Superman. But that's that's the, that's ca- the character. That's the character. You know, and that's fine. Right. Like you can allow him to be that. It doesn't. This, the the line, and I have oh oh I have notes. The multiple line, pages. Of I have notes. three pages of notes that annoys me. One for every hour of the movie. The fucking most. Is where is it? Where is it? By Mom Kent. You don't owe this world a thing. How dare you? <laughs> How dare you? That is the core thesis of the character. Earth is his adopted homeworld. He owes it everything. Like, are you serious with this? What are you talking about? I think I, I think there's a, a complaint about Superman that he's... You know, there's not really a lot of depth to the character, or I disagree. The other, I and I know you're not saying that you think that, but I think that it's it's really a matter of giving a a writer who gets it and has a good story to tell. Yeah, and is is willing is okay with it not being gritty and grim dark because that's not the character. Like at the end of this movie, and you've you guys have seen this movie, or you haven't, or you've heard us bitch about it constantly. Uh, but don't don't watch it. Just write it right from jump. Do not waste if you haven't already. Do not waste two and a half hours on this. There are there's better things to be doing with your time, like literally anything. <laughs> um, um, um. They at the they they. At the end of Man of Steel, and you get a bit of that at the beginning of this movie, they're laying waste to the city of Metropolis. Mm-hmm. Just complete, like, it's just, it's it's nothing anymore. It's just barren wasteland. We're standing atop millions of corpses. But throughout this movie, they're trying to, to like, be like, I think it's best... Um, visualized in that monument they have to him which is like why why is that that doesn't why is there a monument of superman here atop the bones of the dead that he caused right like that doesn't make any sense you know well certainly not in the not not the way they presented it in man of steel no but then through this, they're like, oh, well, you're like the hope of the world. You're like the, you're the guiding light for everyone. Where the hell did they establish the motif of hope? Thank you. In either movie. Thank you. Where is that? And if that's the way you want to go with it, awesome. I think that's great for the character. That makes sense for the character. But at no point in this movie is that established or, or there at all. No, you get the, the montage of him randomly saving people around the world because they were like, oh, fuck, yeah, he is a superhero. We should probably show that, right? And it's it's just a whole lot of Christ allegory again. Mm-hmm. And it's... it's I, I think there's a place to discuss heady themes in a, a, you know, in a superhero context, but I don't know that Superman is that. No. Or a big... Popcorn movie is it should be tackling that. No, it, it's almost too much like. And this quote is is in the movie. It's in graffiti on the wall, and I about lost my mind when I noticed it. 
it's at a part towards the end you it's translate from translates from latin who watches the watchman and Zack snyder directed the watchman movie as well and i think he's almost drawing a correlation which you can between dr manhattan and superman but superman was never the aloof like actual kind of deity like that dr manhattan is right Superman cares, mm-hmm. but if you watch this movie, he doesn't care. He cares about Lois. Yes. He cares about his mom. Mm-hmm. He doesn't give a shit about anything else. Mm-hmm. And I, I posited this to you because we intermished at about the hour mark uh, for uh, popcorn and sadness. And um, at the beginning of the movie... That's got to be the title for this episode. Popcorn and Sadness. sadness. It'll be in the description at the very least. Uh, At the beginning of this movie, Lois Lane and it is the guy who gets shot in the face is Jimmy Olsen. Um, Like, that's just like, really? Yeah, in the credits it says that he's Jimmy Olsen. Yeah, like really? Like, why? One... I'm not going to say that there shouldn't be violence in these kind of movies because it's a superhero movie. Yeah, there should be violence. Why are we shooting beloved characters in the face in the first five minutes? Why is Jimmy a member of the CIA? Why do I have to see Amy Adams like in a half full bathtub naked? I thought I'm complaining. Why is she still wearing heels even though she was working in bed for like however long? Why is that dog in a stroller? Um, uh, uh, Batman v Superman colon Dawn of Justice. Um, it's going to be a little harder to do this episode. Yes, it is. <laughs> I'm going to try though. Um, I lost my train of thought. Um, oh, no, no, no. I, I, we were talking during the intermission where he is clearly capable. We're shown that Superman is capable of hearing things other than Lois. So is he just choosing well, not to go help? I think what you're trying to establish in this movie is that he's distracted by Lois. Which, fine, but then that needs to be the plot thread. Well, no, no, no. The plot thread is Lex Luthor is bringing back Doomsday. Well, here, I also have questions. And pitting I have Superman questions. against Batman. Questions. Uh, 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 I don't know where the fuck it is. Why is Lex the way he is? How did he get to be that way? Why does he hate Superman? Crickets. Because that's what Zack Snyder told Jesse Eisenberg. Crickets. Also, Jesse Eisenberg. He doesn't bother me as much as he bothers you. I just don't. See, I I love Lex... Uh, Gene Hackman? Kevin's, uh, no. Kevin Spacey? No. From... The animated uh, series? Yes. I think it was Clancy Brown voicing him, wasn't it? I think so, yeah. I mean, you know, it's like... Just a young... Like, I clearly get they're, they're trying to connect with the youth audience. I don't even know that it's that. But I think the take as of him as a young tech billionaire, that kind of douchebag is an interesting take mm-hmm. it's just he's he's so eccentric he's a cackling madman yeah he'd be better as the riddler or the joker that's yeah. what he comes off more as yeah and it's like if, if you're gonna have him be lex 
then let him be Lex. If you wanted it to be the Joker, then have the Joker in the movie. Mm-hmm. I mean, you could do you you basically have him when you show the fucking Robin costume, which go fuck yourself. Why would you hang that? I I can understand why. Because Batman is somebody who who kind of wears his sins right out on his sleeve. I'm going to stick it up so that as a reminder, that's never going to fucking happen again. However, it's like, just, it's an opportunity for a movie that they could have made before this one. I just don't understand, oh, I know why they did it, because they wanted to make all of the money like Avengers did, but it, it just, it, you have to do the work first. Yeah. And they didn't want to. Mm-hmm. Well, and now you've now you've kind of written yourself in a corner where you can't do the Joker, even though they're doing two Joker movies. Next I year. don't even like what 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 are we even doing here, people? There are two, literally there are going to be two Joker movies. I don't get it. I With don't. two different Jokers. Like what? What are we doing? What are we doing? What are we doing? I don't get it. Also, like, one of the things that I think that new Spider-Man movie did, like, was smart to avoid, I don't need to see Uncle Ben die again. Mm-hmm. I got it. I'm aware of the mythos. Everyone is aware of the mythos. Got it. It's always a joy to see Jeffrey Dean Morgan on the screen, but I don't need to see the Waynes get gunned down again. Mm-hmm. As, no. uh, one th- oh, and I didn't notice the this. Pearls. Thing. It's not the pearls, but the pearls. But the first time we watched this, I didn't notice this. But this time I was like, are you fucking serious? Because it's impossible not to compare this to the Nolan movies, right? Right. When uh, Thomas Wayne gets killed in uh, uh, Batman Begins, and I kind of like the way they do it in that because it's more, you know, flashbacky, And I, I don't know. That just worked better for me because Christopher Nolan is objectively a better filmmaker than Zack Snyder. It... um. Thomas is, a robber comes up, poor dude, whatever, and he's like, he tries to talk him down. He's like, here, take my money, please don't hurt my family, take whatever you want, it's fine, everything's fine, just, but obviously doesn't work out, both die, fine. This one, Thomas Wayne is like, going back to throw a punch. Like, what? Dude's got a gun! He's got a gun! What? What is the thought process here? And don't get me started on those fucking pearls. Like, oh, let's get him on the back of the gun and, like, so she gets shot in her face. What are we doing? What are we doing? What are we even doing? <laughs> this podcast is going to be five hours long. You realize that, right? Well, and uh, I, I will also point out that... Uh, you know, if you're going to do the origin story, maybe don't make it part of your intro credit sequence. No, actually, I think you could do do a, a stylized version of it. Good, yeah. Throughout, do the opening credits and show maybe, you know, the origin of Superman in case somebody missed that. Just animate boop, it boop, boop. really quickly and do the same thing for Batman really quickly. There you go. Cut some time off your movie there. <laughs> <laughs> um, but then they, we get the after that we get the flashback to uh, um, what the fuck did the title card say the day the world was introduced to Superman or some dumb bullshit like that yes 
So it's it's Bruce coming to uh, Metropolis to try to save his building during the fight. Now, the question I had was, you are 20 feet from the world-destroying fucking terraforming device. Why are you still in that building? You guys gotta be out of there, man. Yeah, no one Don't shelter in place. This is not Skyscraper. Get the fuck out of there, man. Get the fuck out. Continuity, Bob. Continuity. Continuity. Um... And yeah, I, I think in this this kind of section, uh, one thing I did appreciate about the movie is that Batman is completely justified in his hatred of Superman. This is, um, outside of the Wonder Woman segment, this is the one part of the movie that makes sense. Yes. I mean, I don't quite, I mean, I get, because he's, he's a hero, he thinks he can go help. Um, But... No, yeah, and having the little girl there, it's a little on the nose, but the, he saves the girl from the falling uh, debris, and he's like, we're going to find your mom, don't worry about it. She points up, and it's to the fucking but destroyed it, building. But it actually sets up his motivation perfectly. Right. You know, I get it. It works. I understand why he hates Superman. Mm-hmm. Into it. Okay, off to the races. No. No. No, everything after that. Correct. Just... Um, and Oof. that's when we go to uh, Africa, where we get Jimmy Olsen shot in the face. And like, again, if this was going to be the, the through line of the movie, that, you know, something uh, about Clark and Lois's relationship, and that was going to be kind of the 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 through line, I, this would have made more sense. Mm-hmm. But because I think there's some, there could be an interesting story to be told about a hero who's like, well, I could be saving, you know, the thousands, but my girl's in trouble. So deuces. You know, I mean, it's like clearly you were on your way already, man. You couldn't have like you couldn't have gotten there to save Jimmy. You couldn't get there to do some heroics. Like, that's your whole jam. Right. Um, yeah, I'm, I'm just I'm just going through the notes here. Um, and the, just the God stuff. I think that's the laziest, like... They did it a lot in that first movie, too. I, I mm-hmm. You recall him sitting in the church in front of the stained glass. Oh, oh, yes. Yeah. Yes. Basically looking into the camera and being like, do you get it? And it, it's it's so lazy. It's just so fucking lazy because it's like, I I I yeah. I I think it. There is an audience for that, but I do think. When did this come out? Twenty fifteen. Was it twenty fourteen? I think. Actually. Okay, you know. At, at this point in our world. Like going heavy on that is not. I, I don't think it fits the demographics the way it once did. No, but I will also say that if that's the way you're going to go, then that needs to be the through line. Mm-hmm. You know, that just needs to be that, and maybe that's why Lex has a problem, and you know, no gods, only men. He Andrew Ryan's it, shabams, Bioshock reference, um. 
it uh yeah it's it's just it's so because on top of that then you get there's this this plot of um that kind of like just kind of shrivels into nothing of them wanting to get their hands on uh uh the kryptonite mm-hmm. from the kryptonian ship so they can well lex wants it so he can create some kind of a, a deterrent against superman um and he's you got the military the 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 government involved with that as well and then you have this plot with one of the the senators who gets uh, exploded in the middle of the movie yes which oh that scene like they show there's this party that uh Clark Bruce Lex and uh, uh Diana are all at mhm and they show that Clark is able to hear, and he's not looking for it, because that's what he says later in the movie to Lois. I'm afraid I wasn't looking for it. He just hears it. He doesn't know that Bruce is Batman, but he's getting that, and it's I think that's part of how he figures it out, right? But it's it's so later then when they're in this court, <laughs> when Superman goes to Congress, and it's like you didn't you didn't hear anything. Like, do something heroic, dude. Like. (sighs) Well, and then they tried to play that as part of the movie. Oh, could Superman have done something? And then he didn't. Is he, you know, is he complicit in it? Well, but then if then that needs to be the through line. What what is he? There's too there's too many balls in the air. Yes. And they're they're not in deft enough hands to be able to juggle them all. No. No, there's t- you got too many things going on. And Well, and outside of Congress, you've got like the Westboro Baptist Church signs. And it's like what are we doing? What are we, what are we doing? Let's let's not. Let's just not, dude. Okay? Let's not. Let's not even go there. What are you talking about? <sighs> but there 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 is, there are interesting questions to be had around you know what what authority does superman have to do what he does yes but also but they, then that needs they to don't, be the focus of the movie they they really one they don't address the other thing that i feel like they don't sufficiently address is no one's sitting back and being like well what the fuck could we do about it if we wanted to you know, obviously Batman's trying to work on that. Right, and I think they get that a little bit with uh, them even going and talking to Lex, but nothing comes of it. I I think what really drags this movie down is the complicated Lex Luthor plan. Oh, because it's convoluted as fuck. It's so convoluted. It's, it's the Joker in the Dark Knight, because he's an agent of chaos, and he's just going along with whatever the fuck happens. Mm-hmm. But you can't be. But a, they're trying to weave it into all this other shit, right? But you can't be a super genius and an agent of chaos. You, you need to pick one. Can he have it all, Erica? Didn't we almost have it all? Lots of singing today on the podcasts. Um, what was I going to say? Um. Well, and the other thing that really annoys me is that for all of the Frank Miller Batman filleting that happens in this movie, 
Snyder also fundamentally does not understand Batman as a character. Mm-hmm. It's in The Dark Knight Returns. He breaks a shotgun, and he's like, this is the tool of the enemy. We do not use this. Batman's parents, which you showed me at the beginning of this movie, are shot with a handgun. Batman, under no circumstances, and I'm, I'm not defending the other movies because he definitely does kill people in those other movies too, Batman's not gunning people down. No. Like, that's just full stop, no. No. If Batman, the 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 character Batman is, if he does kill someone, it's he's done everything he can not to. Well, that's kind of like the whole point, uh, or the whole the point of the Joker section in the Dark Knight Returns, right? Where even with all that he's the Joker has done, he's he's kind of built. He's like, no, this is it. This is the time. I'm going to do it, and I'm going to do it this time. And he still can't do it because it's against his code. And I, there is an argument to be made that different interpretation of the character and blah, 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 blah. but I think what's so frustrating is that it just gets everything wrong. Mm-hmm. Like everything. Superman's a miserable. Uh, well, the line from his mom, it's like, didn't you guys teach him that? No, this is this is his home now, and that like it, it took him in, and like that stuff is worth like fighting for and worth defending. That's like if you remember in that first movie in Man of Steel, where his dad like w- when Clark helps save the school bus, and his dad is like, uh, this isn't exactly what he says. But he's like, well, maybe you should have just let everybody die, and then no one would have known. And it's mm-hmm. just like. That is the point of the powers, man. Like, I understand wanting to protect your son, but... <sighs> what? Come on. <sighs> also, the branding. Like, the branding of the criminals. Yeah, what the fuck was that about? I, I, From this watch, I kind of inferred that he's kind of stepped stuff up slightly because of Superman. Mm-hmm. Which kind of doesn't make any sense, but I think that's what they were kind of going for. But then to be like, oh, well, I've branded you, so now you're going to get killed in prison. Cool. And does Batman have people in prison that are killing for him? Like, these why are. Would, why would that. Why brand would that be a thing? Like, get you marked for death. Why would that matter at all to anyone? So it's just like. You start, and again, it's a, if the movie were entertaining, we would probably be overlooking a lot of this stuff, but it's not at all. Mm-mm. And I mean, I, I know some people, oh, yeah, you yeah, like what you like. No, this movie is terrible. Full stop. Wonder Woman is delightful. Mm-hmm. And the second that music hits, you're like, oh. You look over at the, <laughs> the old uh, 4K uh, shelf, and you're like, oh, we have that. We could be watching that. Or any of the number of movies that we picked up. Well, Wonder Woman should be the palate cleanser. Maybe we should watch that tomorrow. We still haven't done an episode on that. It's the lost episode. <laughs> Upsettingly so. But, you know, I think it comes back to what you were saying about, you know, trying to go from zero to 100. And, like, we don't know this Batman. 
No. You know nothing about him. Mm-mm. And you don't have you don't have the pure version of him that you're now seeing be corrupted a little bit because he's under stress. Right. Um, you never set those ideals of what this Batman is. You're almost leaning too heavy on, and Nolan stuff is kind of its own thing, but you're almost expecting people to be like, oh, well, that, even though it's not the same no, it's not the same at all. Storyline at all. No, so we don't know. For all we know, this is just the way Batman's always been. Right, he's a fascist. Cool. Cool. You Fun. know, in, in a couple of throwaway lines in the movie does not fix that. No. At all. It's a visual medium. Show me, do not tell me. Mm-hmm. That being said, though, I do think Ben Affleck does a pretty good job with what he's given. Oh, yeah. And I really like uh, 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 Jeremy Irons as Alfred. I think mm-hmm. he does a good job, too. Mm-hmm. No, I, the casting is great. Uh, for those two, at least. Well, no, I think Amy Adams is going to be great in whatever you give her. Mm-hmm. Uh, she's a very good actress. She's a fucking dumbass in this movie. That shit with that spear. What was with the spear? Like, we can, we'll get there, but just, like, what are, what are we doing? What are we doing? What are we Gal Gadot is great. Mm-hmm. Um, uh, who the fuck else? And Henry Cavill, I guess, is fine. But I just... I think he's a good actor. Just what he's being asked to do is this stoic, like, emotionless thing. There, There's a, a scene at the very beginning of Justice League where you actually see Henry Cavill smile while talking to a kid. It's like, that's Superman! What a novel idea. That's him. And like, okay, you want to deal, you want to do Superman finding who he is in Man of Steel. Okay, fine. That's one movie. That is one story arc. Mm -hmm. He should be to full blown Superman at this point. He shouldn't be like a tortured soul. No. At all. That's not that character. Batman is the tortured soul. Right. This isn't difficult. It's actually rather simple. Uh, we had Bruce at a fight club, which I had forgotten about from our first viewing. Yeah. Because I guess he's tracking down the uh, the Russian dude. Again, because over-convoluted plot line with Lex. Yes. Um, and then we that's when, uh, after that, we get the Robin costume, uh, setting up unnecessary story threads. Yes. What do you got? What do you got for me? When Batman, when those cops go into the house and they go into the room and Batman's hiding up in the corner. In the brightest corner of the room. (laughs) Dude, why are you not checking your corners, man? You're killing me. It was, it's just the most ridiculous thing. Yes. Uh, bu- 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 then we get that montage of Superman actually saving people. The flood, the... And he just looks depressed the whole time. Well, and I don't know if they're trying to have him be like, beatific or like, you know, deity-esque, but it's just not working. You know, it's like, no, land on the roof with the woman and like make some little quip and then... Save the family family from the flood. Mm-hmm. 
not like gently floating down with the arms out in the in the Christ imagery again. But, but Jesus. But Jesus indeed. Well, and then they have all these like talking heads throughout this montage talking about like whether he's a, a god or not and how like oh every act is political and like it's like I don't need this in a Superman movie. Yeah, great. You got Andrew Sullivan and fucking Neil deGrasse Tyson in here. I'm not here for that. No. You know, I don't care. No, it's all unnecessary. Um, And it's all supposed to be uh, beefing up the central plot line that you don't necessarily understand at all. Uh, because it's not the central plot line. Because no. there's several plot lines going on, mm-hmm. and none of them make any fucking sense. But now we get Batman uh, in the duster. He's not shirtless in the duster, but he's in a duster. So, this is a weird scene. Well, here, here's the thing. You cannot go and, and if you're gonna go then go but you can't go for space weirdness in your attempt to be a more realistic superhero universe which is what they were trying to do with Superman because they saw how well it worked with Batman with the Nolan trilogy so it was like oh well let's try and do that with Superman which is inherently impossible because he is an alien from another world right so, and I am all, I am here for the new gods. I am here for Dark Side, Apocalypse, Granny Goodness, all that shit. Let's do it. But I think that is something, and we talked about this, I think, in our Justice League episode, that needs to be built up to. Well, and frankly, trying to sow the seeds for future movies in the middle of a movie you're shitting the bed on already it's kind of it kind of just, it's bad form yeah bad form bad form bad form we should have bought a hook <laughs> um but no yeah batman like in the middle of this fucking movie starts having this like vision of this fascist future with like superman has his own troops yes and we're just shooting people in the face and there's parademons and there's the big omega symbol in the sand and it's just kind of like we're doing this now and he has batman or superman just kill a whole bunch of people then, crowing about how lois died or something and it's like they don't even really go oh i mean i guess lex throws her off the building towards the end but he saves her easily Mm-hmm. So it's like if she was in some kind of like more mortal peril, that would have made more sense having it there. But then, so he comes out of that as Superman is like ripping his heart out of his chest. Like what? I. Don't and know. then he has a vision of the Flash from the future coming back in time. <laughs> To warn him about the fascist Superman future that he just saw. 
and he's crowing about Lois too. How Lois is like the key. It's stupid. It's really stupid. So now you've introduced time travel into this shit as well. Mm-hmm. We didn't need that. No, and it has its place once we get to the Flash. Yes, and we established that that is kind of part of what he can do. But we have not done any of the legwork for any of this. No. But we did get to see Batman in a sweet duster. So, I mean, you know, there's that. Uh, Here, I have Batman in the duster, apocalypse dream with a fucking gun. Fuck you, three exclamation points, underlined multiple times. Uh, And a what the fuck is even going on, hyphen the flash. Okay, now we get to one of my, uh, another major gripe. Superman, there, there's this chase, this, what's the boat's name? The White Portuguese? The White Portuguese. That has the, the, the hunk of kryptonite on it. And Batman wants it. He's trying to get it before Lex can get it. Oh, excuse me. So, um, uh, there is a murderous chase scene where he kills brazenly. And then he turns a corner, and Superman is just there. Just there, hanging out. So it's like, okay, so you were aware of this? So you can hear other stuff. It's not just Lois. Meanwhile, like, Batman is actively in pursuit of people. Right, and Superman's just like, no, that's cool. No, that's okay. Yeah, the guy's all shooting at you and causing all this property damage. Totally fine. I don't have a problem with that. It's cool. It's good. Erica, I got a question for you. Don't ask me or I will jam this pen into your throat. (laughs) I know I'm far, but I'll still be able to do it. Do you bleed? You will. (laughs) You know what? I don't think they call him Batman once in this movie. It's all the bat. That's right. That's this movie. Yeah. Yeah. It's really dumb. But yeah, they have this weird fucking standoff, and it's just kind of like... I was going to make a joke and be like, there's all this sexual tension, but there's not, because there isn't any, and it's just... Ugh. 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 Cowards. Anyway, uh, Batman v Superman called Donald Justice. Um... Yeah, and he, like, tells Batman not to be Batman anymore, and then he, like, flies away. And it's like, okay. The bat is dead. Bury it. Like, fuck you, pal. Been doing this shit for 20 goddamn years. Well, and, like, at no point does either side make any attempt to sit down. Well, and here is another of the major flaws in this movie. Everyone is required to be a big, dummy, stupid head and not talk to each other at all. Like, couldn't we have had a summit? Couldn't we have gotten some pipes and some whiskey and sat down, looked at a speaker, and just gone to town? I ask you, bud. I ask you. No, can't do that. Okay. I'm shaking my head. It's it's just it's all so much. Um, and then we get the bomb in Congress. Mm-hmm. I'm not going to talk about the Granny's PhD because that's just not. 
Lex has this conversation with this the, the senator and she ends up getting exploded and it's just like he he gives there's this character in in the movie who lost his legs at the beginning uh during um uh Superman day or whatever the fuck we're calling it and um goes a little crazy and uh, he spray paints on this chest of this big Superman idol statue fucking memorial thing false god and that kind of ties him in Lex like finds him and gives him a a uh, wheelchair that is rigged to explode but I would have to think there's got to be some kind of ticking noise or something that would tip off Superman and like what what an opportunity but he wasn't looking for it what an opportunity to have him actually do something heroic instead of just standing amongst the charred corpses of everyone that was in that hearing Like, why are we getting the government involved? What are his clothes made of? That's an excellent question. Well, I mean, they're Kryptonian. The suit's Kryptonian. Right. So. So some mega alloy that doesn't burn. But that his parents weren't wearing because their shit all got burned when Krypton was destroyed. Mm -hmm. Yeah. All I know is it survives a nuclear blast. (laughs) I keep forgetting about that nuclear blast at the end of this movie. Oh, my God. So after the bomb goes off in Congress, he goes to the Fortress of Solitude. But he doesn't even get to the Fortress of Solitude. He's just walking around where it's cold. (laughs) And what do we see in the distance? But Kevin Costner. Ghost Dad. Ghost Dad! In the middle of this fucking movie. And it's it's just another like cul-de-sac of nothing happening, and just stupid. Uh, uh, and then after this is where we start the, the massive Frank Miller filleting, because he's got the bats like suit on. We get some Batman CrossFit in there, which is always fun. Um, it's just like yeah, and, and after that. Uh, oh no, that's when Diane Lane gets kidnapped. That's when Ma Kent gets kidnapped. Yep. How do they know about her? Because Lex knows everything. Okay, I just wanted to make sure. wanted to be clear on that. Uh, poor Diane Lane. Like, Zack Snyder came to her and was like, we're going to take these Polaroids, but we're going to write some shit on your forehead. And it's just going to be all around just terrible for you. Um, so, so uh, strap in. So, uh... So plot hole here. I'm. I know you're going to be shocked that there's plot holes. A plot in this, hole. This movie. Robert. Um. How did how did Lex get those Polaroids? Magic. There's another box. <laughs> Boom tube. <laughs> well, and then. We we don't get that scene just yet. We uh, or do we? When um uh uh the the Russian dude grabs uh, uh Lois from the subway station, brings her to Lex Corp Tower or whatever the fuck, and Lex hucks her off to get I Superman. Think that's Michigan Plaza. You think so? I think it is. Maybe because it's right down by like the Daily Center where they were filming that shit, right? Yeah. Ish over mm-hmm. there. In the loop downtown in uh, Chicago, 
So Superman saves her. Pointless. He goes back up to go like beat the fuck out of Lex. And Lex is like, oh no, yeah, I have your mom. I need you to go kill Batman for me. Okay. Sure. But he's spouting off about how like she gave birth to a demon so she's a witch so the only way to take care of her is to burn her like if if Lex had this uber like Christian Catholic kind of upbringing you need to show me that in some way and that needs to be the point of the movie then that needs to be your line Mm -hmm. because this is just like it's just the ravings of a madman. Yes, exactly. And if he got somehow poisoned... <laughs> can't help myself. If he got, like, hijacked by, like, you know, an alien race, say. Precursors, if you will. Uh, Batman v Superman, Colin Dawn of Justice. Uh, 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 I need to... There needs to be reasoning behind that or I need to have seen him do, do something to have Darkseid like reach out and fuck with his head no 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 it, that's established Erica at the end of the movie when he's in prison he starts saying he knows he knows and more whatever so that establishes it that's enough explanation at the very end of the movie informing nothing before it sure great wonderful and I guess they kind of mention, he mentions a little bit about his dad when he's talking to the senator at that one point, but it's just so glossed over, and they seem to want to make Superman as this godlike, hopeful beacon that it, it, it just, it, it makes no sense that they didn't focus on that. Mm-hmm. And nurture it more, and grow it, and have that actually be a fucking thing in the goddamn movie. And it ruins Justice League, too, because Justice League, the the whole time... Justice League is a better movie than this by, like, leaps and bounds. But they're talking about how, like, Superman was the hope for the world and all of this, like, oh, you know, never forget, blah, 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 blah. And it's like, this is not the character that you've shown me in these last two movies. No, and you've not demonstrated that the world does love him. At all. Because all you've shown... He's destroyed a city. And then kind of fought Doomsday. Okay. And fought Batman in a really boring fight. Uh, uh, we do get the Wonder Woman theme, though, when she's looking through the videos. And you hear that, and you're just like, oh, this still fucking bangs, man. This is the shit right here. I'll flip that on sometimes at work and just be like, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Those videos, though, man. How are we going to introduce our super team with these flat, boring, weird fucking video? Let's just have Aquaman gently float towards the camera. <laughs> just gently. Just gently float. I, it, I'm, it, it, you're at a loss. Because it's just, I mean, I, I, you don't, Marvel, the Marvel formula is not the only way to go about this shit. It's just proven to work. Right? Right. So, I mean, there's introducing maybe, like, side characters who fucking become somebody in later movies. But you can't introduce characters like this. 
like I think you would have almost been better served to not even mention them in this movie. You know, maybe oh, there's other metahumans out there. Well, fine. I, I mean, that's the problem. They're so focused on setting up the franchise that they don't they don't make a good movie. The foundation, they don't build the foundation for it. Mm-hmm. It just no, we want to do Justice League. Okay, but you need to build to that. What would be great is if in the next Justice League movie, the Martian Manhunter's here, but there's no introduction. He's just here, part of the team. He's been around the whole time. Oh, yeah, guys. Uh, always been here. John, welcome. <laughs> I love the Martian Manhunter. Um, oh, what was I going to say? But no, yeah, you could have avoided these videos altogether. Just show the Wonder Woman photo because that kind of sets up her movie. A little bit. I mean, that's kind of the, the framing device for it. But just say there's other metahuman videos. We know of other metahumans. I don't need to see them. You can establish right. them in the in the next movie. Even though they should have had their own individual movies before you do the big team-up movie. But I know that's asking too fucking much. Um, yeah, the, the fight sucks. When they ultimately oh, no. start fighting, yeah, it's dumb as shit. It's really slow and plotting and just boring. Mm-hmm. So Batman has uh, synthesized all of this kryptonite tech uh, from the the rock that he got. Mm-hmm. So he's able to uh, light Superman up a bit, even the fight up a little, which admittedly is clever because obviously you know if Batman's not using his wits, he's getting his ass kicked by Superman. Fine. Right. So, but this is it's just very like, okay. And then there, he has this kryptonite spear. Yeah, Bob is resting his head against his microphone right now because this, this shit is just so fucking exhausting. Why a spear? What an axe. Or a sword. <laughs> but no, a spear. I got some beef with that spear at the end of this movie too, but we'll get there. So, and this is the the famous part of the movie where Batman is is standing over Superman, torturing him first by cutting his cheek with this spear, which is like was that necessary? Was that necessary? So he's hauling back to stab him and Superman starts spouting off about how he's got to save Martha. Which Okay, there's a lot to unpack here, Bob. You're getting tired, so... Why did you say that name? We'll, we'll try and get through this a little quicker. Why would... I mean, I guess because he's Superman and he doesn't think anybody knows his mom. But why is he being like, I've got to save Martha? Why would Batman know who the fuck Martha is? That means nothing to him. Well, it clearly means something to him. Well, obviously, but Superman didn't know that. But no, yeah, everything is is resolved and they're suddenly best friends because their mothers shared the same first name. I know, Bob the Dog doesn't make any fucking sense at all. So, yeah, Martha. It is Martha. Uh, That fells, that squashes the beef. And then we get this, this, this weirdness with Amy Adams and this fucking spear. It was like, they, they were sitting there like, well... We need a re- we need to give her something to do during this fight for some reason. 
So she decides, I'm going to take the spear and I'm going to find this... Random submerged stairway. Right? Is it a stairway? Yeah, I think so. Okay, because it looked more like just like a bath to me. It was weird. It was very weird. Just like, what is this? And she hucks the spear down there. Great. Wonderful. And at this point, we have Batman and Superman are are going to fight this Kryptonian fucking cave troll that uh, Lex has created in the downed Kryptonian ship from the first movie. Fine. Whatever. So this is when Wonder Woman comes with all of her musical and uh, costumed glory and starts wrecking some so, shit. So yes, what what if Batman had actually succeeded in killing Superman? What was Lex gonna do with Doomsday then? I don't know. Maybe just let him destroy the world. Maybe. I don't I don't know. Why don't you know? I don't know. Cuz my mind is is awash and it's always sunny quotes and too much Pacific Rim fan fiction. <laughs> <laughs> the garbage bags are piling up, Bob. The brain power is slowly being siphoned off. Yeah. No, you I didn't even think of that. You're absolutely right. Does he just like not unleash it? Is he just have it just in case? Or was it, oh, Superman brought me Batman's head, and now I'm just going to kill him instead of having him humiliated? Like, what's the what's the thought process here? Know. Why go through the trouble, then? I mean, it's always good to have a backup plan, I guess. Well, and here's the thing about holding Martha hostage. Why did you say that name? If, okay, let's say Superman succeeds, brings you back Batman's head... And then you get Martha back. You're just going to go get Lex. Well, I guess you'd keep holding her hostage then, right? You'd have to hold her hostage indefinitely. It's the only thing that would hold him at bay. Right? Because even if you've humiliated Superman, you're not taking him off the board. You've just pissed him off. Right. Which seems like a bad idea. Right. Since you have no power. Mm. I just wanted Amy Adams to kick him off the helipad. Oh my god. So in, in going back to Amy Adams, so they find out that Doomsday Well first did they do the nuke first? Well the battle that was pretty close to the start of the battle with Doomsday because Batman or Superman starts. Is like, that push- before Wonder Woman shows up that they nuke it? Yes, okay. I think so. I I wasn't really paying attention at this immediately point. Immediately to nukes, Erica. That was hilarious. We're going just immediately like zero to 50,000. Let's just go. Like, n- no, guys. <laughs> Can we think about this for just a second? And the only reason he does it is because it happens in Batman Returns. Or, uh... The Dark Knight Returns. Only it's Superman deflecting a nuclear missile from Corto Maltese. The same thing happens. He's in the stratosphere and then the sun hits him and he gets his, his powers back. Mm-hmm. 
nukes. Gotta nuke something. Nuke a cola. May as well nuke Superman. <laughs> oh yeah, because I have nukes first, and then I have uh, Wonder Woman with exclamation points afterward. So I guess they radio Lois and tell her that they need the spear back? Is that what happens? How does she find out she needs the spear? Magic. Is it magic? It's literally magic. Because again, I was not... I, at this point, I had kind of checked out because I'm just like, I don't care. Well, she doesn't have a radio. No. Like there's At all. And how would she know unless she saw it come from the Kryptonian ship? But even then, that doesn't make any sense. No. So she's like, okay, I got to go back down. I got to dive into this puddle, pond, whatever the fuck. And I got to find the spear. So, of course, as she's doing that, Doomsday unleashes this, like, sonic energy wave thing that just renders all buildings around it to dust. And so she shit falls on top of this pond, and she gets stuck under the water. So then Superman has to go and save her again. Mm-hmm. And then he grabs the spear. Yes. Which weakens him just by grabbing it. Yes, and she has to pull him out of the water. Well, it makes sense. That's what Kryptonite does. Right. So. So the only reason that they did this was so that they would have a moment together before Superman quote unquote dies. Right. Yeah. A moment like this. Mm. <laughs> so he takes the spear. Wonder Woman is like wrecking shit with this this cave troll, and Batman is helping, <laughs> or attempting to help at least. So then, Clark comes. She gets it in the the lasso of truth. Batman hits it with its his last uh, container of uh, the kryptonite, like aerosol or whatever the fuck. And then uh, Superman comes flying with the spear and gets it into his chest. Now, and then Supes gets stabbed with something on Doomsday. Here is the the beef. This this the the kryptonite thing is in him is mm-hmm. in Doomsday. But then Superman to completely kill him pushes it out his back. Yeah. So that the kryptonite is outside of his body. And, but and that's what does it. You got it. You figured it out. It needed air, I guess. It needed to touch the. the well, the air, air air is catalyst. It just doesn't make a fucking lick of sense. Nope. At all. Nope. Not not going to. So then, Doomsday is defeated. Who cares? Superman is dead. And the amount of crosses they have in the background of this fucking scene is like, you know what, Zach? I got it. I think I got it. Thanks, but I'm good. The fuck, man? Just a little of the spice. Just just a dash. I don't need the whole fucking container. Millions of spices. Like 300 bagpipe players. Fucking bagpipes at the end. Like. Definitely cover Superman's casket with an American flag. You had the government like actively thinking 
he was a foreign agent in this movie. And then suddenly there's another, like, city-destroying battle and we're all good? Oh, the most egregious thing, though, is them being like, oh, that part of the city is completely abandoned. Fuck you, man. Fuck you, all right? Even in Age of Ultron, which, again, we have not gone back and revisited, they had moments during the whole Sokovia fight where the Avengers are actively trying to get people off of the, out of the city. Yep. That is what you need to show me. That is what I need to see. I need to see them actually actively saving people. And you don't do that in this movie except for the Superman montage and Batman brutalizing the guy who had, like, the Asian sex slaves? What? I don't know. I, I don't know, guys. I really, I genuinely don't know. Um, but then, then you, the, so, funerals, <laughs> Clark's mom rolls up and is like, oh, by the way, he was gonna propose to you, here's the ring. Have fun being sad! Bye! <laughs> Um, and there's the two separate funerals or whatever and then uh, they show they're doing this big memorial in Metropolis I guess which again I don't understand why and they have the quote uh, at the monument or the new monument where it says if you seek his monuments look around you and it's just like Fuck you, man. You know what? Fuck you. And then the final shot of the movie, you get the dumb shit with Lex, where he's talking about you can't unring the bell, and Batman busts out his bat brand again, and it's just like, can we stop? Let's stop. Let's just stop. Stop. Let's just stop. And the final shot is uh, Lois throws some dirt on Superman's casket, and then it starts to float for reasons and then we cut to credits how you feeling Bob this is such a bad movie it's so bad it's it's such a testament to how to do this the team up movie wrong Mm -hmm. you know and I think if you if you wanted to make I've said this a couple times already if you wanted to make the Dark Knight Returns, then you should have just made The Dark Knight Returns. Yes. You know? Because I think there... That would be an interesting live-action movie, and I think you could adapt that fairly well. I wouldn't have Zack Snyder anywhere near it, but you could incorporate in some Superman aspects there. I, I also think it's weird, though, to have Batman be operating for, what did they say in the movie? Like, 20 years? Mm-hmm. And Superman only be around, like, a year and a half. Right. That's bizarre mm-hmm. to me. I, I think there's an interesting dynamic there that you could explore, but I don't trust them to. Right. You know? And having a Batman who's a little more experienced, kind of a little more jaded, as opposed to a, a, a Superman that maybe would have been more... Um, not jaded and more uh, uh, positive and more... Um, uh, optimistic about things. That's an interesting dynamic, but that's not in this movie at all. Nope. Nope. 
it's one of those it's one of those things that happens a lot in in movies that fail where you've got a number of good concepts and instead of trying to do one of those concepts really well try to do too much yeah try to cover way too much ground I mean, we've said it, uh, we never did an episode on Jupiter Ascending, but I'll argue till I'm blue in the face that there's good ideas in that movie. Mm-hmm. They just tried to cram an entire trilogy into one, like, what, two-hour movie, and you just can't do that. Mm-hmm. Um, same thing with, as much as I fucking loathe it, Pacific Rim Uprising had some good ideas in there. It just very poorly executed. Yep. You know? And at, that, at this point is is... Unforgivable sounds a little melodramatic, but it is, you know? Well, what what always gets me is, you know, I, I feel like they, they do these things, but they don't have to. But someone at someone thinks, oh, no, no, this is, this is the way we got to do it. Whether that's a director who's given too much control... Or the opposite is the studio that's too involved. Well, and I wonder with Zack, because, like, in certain respects, he's a fine director. Mm-hmm. I think he'd be better as, like, a visual effects supervisor or something to that effect. Mm-hmm. Or uh, 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 director of photography, something more in that vein. Yeah. Not overseeing everything, because I think a lot of his impulses are... Uh, bad, for lack of a better term. Um, but I, I, it, it, it's, it's weird because he's a guy who has just always kind of gotten, oh, okay, well you did three hundred, so we'll throw Watchmen at you, and then you do. It's odd to see him not fail upward because I think all those movies made money, but he just doesn't seem like the right person for the gig. No. No, and, you know, I, I don't, I think fail upward is... I don't think that's the right way of framing it. I think it depends on your perspective, right? As like all the movies made money. But from that perspective, it's he's very successful. Mm-hmm. Um, from a, a, a the audience perspective, though, I, I don't think so. No. You know, it definitely but is failing upward. we're also the idiots who keep going to see these movies. Mm-hmm. I mean, we saw Batman v Superman colon Dawn of Justice in theaters, what, a couple nights after it came out? Mm-hmm. So, you know, I mean, we, we've said it before, we're definitely part of the problem. Mm-hmm. But um, I think this, this one ended up kind of getting his leash tugged back a little bit. Mm-hmm. Which is why you saw, I mean, there were other inst- issues with Justice League with, you know, him having those family problems. Um, and then bringing in Joss and having some massive tonal whiplash and yeah. just like, whoa, okay. Because mm-hmm. that's just two two dudes who have very different kind of views on things. Yep. Uh, though our Justice League is the better movie. Well, and it, you know, I, I will say this: it's it's really easy to dump on Schneider, um, and 
certainly a lot of that criticism is valid, but let's you can't pretend like it's just all him. No, it's not. You know, Warner Brothers is you know fully culpable here. Oh no, too. they wanted the they wanted their Avengers and they didn't want to put the work in. Mhm. So this is what happens. You get a very mediocre movie that doesn't perform to your but expectations I mean, at all. Yeah, I mean, let's look at what they've done. You've got, um, you know, Man of Steel, which I know some people like, uh, but I think most people don't. Or at, at the bare minimum, it's split. Um, Batman it didn't v- do anything for me. No. Batman v Superman colon Donald Justice... Uh, which is, aside from the DC fanboys who just won't say a negative thing about it. Well, you're just wrong. Um, it's an objectively it's a bad movie. It's just a bad movie. movie. Uh, you have uh, Suicide Squad, which, holy fuck, uh, what a train wreck that was. Um then Justice League, which you got that tonal whiplash because they switched directors. Um, the only thing they've done that's a success, both financially and critically, is Wonder, Woman. is Wonder Woman. And you hear stories about them trying to not have the uh, get rid of the no man's land, scene. which is just like, what are we even doing, guys? Are you serious? Right. Like, that's the heart of the movie right there. She comes out of that trench in the full costume for the first time. I was bawling. Like, are you serious? Like, you wanted to get rid of that. Mm-hmm. Your impulses are wrong. Step away. Right. So, you just, you got to look at that and think, th- there's just... It's not done in a vacuum. No, it's not done in a vacuum. And there's a lot of people over at Warner Brothers who really just don't... Know what they're doing at all? Because what what's unfortunate is you know they're they're looking at it and they see we if we do this we're gonna make X amount of money. But what they're they're not seeing is you could be making all of the money. It's the WWE argument. If you would just put a little more effort in. And be a little more critical. Just try. Just a, just a little. Mm-hmm. Just a smidge. Just try a little bit. Mm-hmm. That's just back away from the formula well, for a minute. And not only that, let your directors do their thing. You know? Unless it's Zack Snyder. Unless it's Zack Snyder. <laughs> but he's the only one they like. For some reason. Well, you think he's out at this point. And I think they are yeah. restructuring everything. So I think uh, Affleck is out. Cavill's out. So. Oh, is Cavill out? I think so. Oh. Well. I'm not 100% sure, but I think he's doing that show on Netflix now. The Witcher. Isn't he the titular Witcher? He is Geralt. Yeah. yeah. So I think he's he's done. Well. Not that you can't do you know, I, a if, show in a movie, you, but. You know, if I was. If I was, I, I wouldn't want to be tied to this as an actor or really anything because it's just constant criticism. Well, and the looks on Affleck's face during the, like, all the press stuff for this movie, the man is suffering. The man knows it's bad. 
mm-hmm. you know i mean and you don't you don't want this fucking shit tied around your neck you know i don't blame him for stepping away no i would have loved to see a solo uh old man batman movie with him in the starring role but yeah cuz i don't know who you who you get now you know, like nobody's really top of mind. Mm-hmm. Tom Hardy pops up, but he was already in those movies. He can do anything. Idris. Get Idris in there. Now, you know what? Let's go Danny DeVito. Let's get Danny DeVito <laughs> in, the, in the cowl. I'd be about that. But um, no, yeah, I really don't know where they go from here. I know we're getting Aquaman in uh, uh, probably around when this podcast is releasing. And I'm sure we'll we'll see that at some point. And then I think Wonder Woman, uh, uh, that sequel, comes out next summer, mm-hmm. if memory serves. So we'll see how that goes. And hopefully yeah. that first one wasn't just a fluke, because I thoroughly enjoy it. Mm-hmm. Um, I know some people argue about the ending a bit, but... Oh, those people um, are wrong. He doesn't listen to this podcast, so you can just... And... Uh, you, you can fire away. <laughs> He's a monster. Oh, so we survived it, Bob. We did. Barely. But we survived it. So that that was five movies in... Like 36 hours? And less. Less, yeah. Yeah. And I, I, it's late, or I would go and do a palate cleanser, but I think I'm just going to read a couple of chapters of uh, some fanfic and, and just kind of drift away. So it's done, Bob. We did the episode. We watched. We never have to watch that movie again. Yeah. Ever. Ever. Ever again. Ever. Ever. So, ladies and gentlemen, uh, since we did this favor for you, we ask that you go to teampoomanife.com, check out our battery of other podcasts. You've got Oof, I Wrote That, Subtle Interference, uh, Beyond the Red Waste will be coming back uh, hopefully in April when we get some more got. Uh, uh, subtle interference I already mentioned um, Improvised Weapons uh, Real Play D&D podcast With uh, some friends of ours from out in Vermont uh, Going strong Updating strong every week They're The Iron Men of uh, the Team Puma Knife family So go check that out Hey maybe, maybe, maybe Because people don't do this Maybe like and subscribe to the podcast That might be nice Maybe, maybe Please I, I, It would be nice of you to do for us if you want to. I don't do that shit either, so I'm not going to make you guys do it. That's fine. <laughs> uh, so thank you for uh, sitting through the slog. Don't watch this movie. Do not recommend. And have yourselves a lovely week. Bye. This has been a Puma Knife production.